0: hola
1: oh. man oh. this this app just keeps getting better and better my friend
0: yeah i uh i don't know like i feel like i like technology but i also feel like i don't yeah i mean like
1: i get that this app is based on the idea of like power players to where they're like people don't have the time to understand how to use the technical stuff but god damn it if you're gonna yeah. say that, if you're gonna strip an an app down to where it's just the basics, make sure the basics actually fucking work. Oh my god, I know. God. Uh, <sighs> how's David?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Frustrated with my AirPods.
1: Yeah, well, you could just give up on AirPods and use a plug like I do, and never have a problem any of the weeks.
0: The problem with that is that I'm clumsy and I like sit on (laughs) I'll sit on the cord and like rip the headphones out of my ear. Oh man. Have you do you ever
1: have like do you ever just get flashes of memories that you were like really embarrassed about?
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: I had one of those the other day where I was thinking about how many headphones I've ripped out of the like plug because I was playing shows and I forgot that I was attached to my headphones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was the the most embarrassing one. I only have done it twice, actually. Say, uh, and the most embarrassing one, I like was fully masked and had like all kinds of crazy gear on, and I went to like run towards the front of the stage like crazy, like towards the crowd and shit. And <sighs> all of a sudden, I just felt the slack go out, and I went, Oah! and it like pulled my head back, and like all of my gear went down, and my headphones ripped out at the same time. Oh, God. I, was, I just turned around and just stared at it like, God damn it. And we're like in the middle of a song and I'm just staring at my gear laying on the fucking floor. I'm surprised I didn't just go fuck it and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my sorry ass picked it all back up and went back. Went on about doing my shit. Yay! But yeah, one time I ripped him out and it just like straight up ripped the cord in half. And It was right before a show and I had to go like scrounge through my car to find some... uh like iPhone headphones and just get through the songs. <laughs> oh man. I mean at that point I knew all of them so well that I could just listen through the mains. But when when you're like when your job is to cue things up before so that nobody can hear it, I would actually like cut the sound, switch the channel and only listen through my headphones so that I could cue things up. Just like what a DJ would do. Um but yeah, like I had to just do it on the fly. <laughs> that's crazy that's cool nobody knew
0: Yay. oh man speaking of uh doing things in front of people i um i found out that i'm presenting at the conference right
1: yeah that's exciting
0: i'm still like a little bit like weird i'm not like nervous about it but i'm just like wow this is really interesting
1: you're gonna you're gonna I'm... you're gonna throw up spaghetti all over people right when you get up there
0: Nah, like I'm not nervous about the public speaking part, which is uh-huh. awesome because uh, I'm co presenting with somebody who basically is the subject matter expert and just perfect like public speaking. So, oh, that works even better. Yeah, I'm like, all right, no problem. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also like, I think it's weird. Like, I'm thinking back to like the first time I went to this conference, like five years ago or whatever it was, uh-huh. and just being like, At my, like, first conference for business, like, first business trip, like, being like, wow, I'm such a greenhorn. And, like, I don't know, now I'm, like, presenting at the conference. I work for the company that puts it on, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. It is pretty freaking cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those are interesting moments when you you realize you actually know your shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's really... I remember when I when I took a job out in California, and it was for, like, SSL security certificates, and I get out there, and, like, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have to catch me up, and I'm going to have to learn a bunch of stuff. They took me into a meeting the first day, and I had no idea what they were saying. It was, like, I caught, like, half of the words, and mo- almost everything was acronyms that I, were, like, only something that was jargon in their terms, and it's, like, I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. And I was like seriously intimidated because this is like my first meeting in this company and I just moved to California. I'm like, oh god, I'm so far out of water. (laughs) But within months, I mean, once you're fucking forced to figure this stuff out, within months, I knew all of it. You know, it was crazy. I learned
0: a lot. Real fast. That's good too because fucking people that don't take SSL certificates and encryption seriously are sad and annoying.
1: Yes, it's true.
0: Like, I don't know. I'm I'm so glad that browsers like give indication now when sites don't have SSL enabled. Yes, yes.
1: I remember the times of the internet
0: when <laughs> the things.
1: God, kids will never understand the power of pop-ups, man.
0: Oh my God, I know. There's like, it's so weird, like how different the internet is now from just how it was, like, a short time ago, like. Yeah. it's so hard to like almost pinpoint and identify even it's just crazy like
1: like nobody would understand this except for you and i but like you remember when like f- like photos would load piece by piece <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so you're sitting there like waiting for a full photo to load and you're just like ooh, ooh, it's like slowly coming out of a printer basically i remember yeah. seeing a uh like a spoof on uh Um, I think it was The Simpsons or something where somebody was trying to like look at a nude nude photo of a woman and it got down to where the boobs would be and it froze. (laughs) Oh man. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy thinking about where we came from and where we're at now. Shit, that's just in our lifetime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, I think, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's really weird. Remember I talked to like my grandpa about technology and like, he talks about like writing assembly code for national city to like build the banking infrastructure that connected the United, like the North American like branches and the European branches. Wow. Like, just thinking about like, not only the like infrastructure process for doing that, but like. Like all the coding and development for that kind of shit. Like when I don't know, like when it was just like so brand new. I think Uh, how how he like got into that work too was like he was a a cashier at the bank. Uh huh. And they had like every employee essentially like take an aptitude test for like essentially programming skills, and he scored really well on it. And they're like, "So do you want to do this?" And he was like
1: sure <laughs> I, I remember no. i remember my dad telling me about like like needing to use a calculator in college and so you'd have to like schedule time for the calculator <laughs> and you'd what? have to like then you'd have to like punch out cards punch cards remember you'd actually have to like punch your your numerical values and your equation into these punch cards. And they'd have to be in a sequential order. And then you'd have to feed them into the machine in the right order for it to produce a solution for you. That's how it used to be. man. Wow. My dad was telling me about like, the, you know, people that would have a huge equation and these stack of papers and then like someone would bump those papers and you just, your life's over basically.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Can you imagine sitting there punching out fucking letters all day long? God damn it. I mean, people just don't understand how powerful that little brick that sits in their
0: pocket is. Yeah. I remember uh, in high school with my like TI 83 or whatever the hell graphing calculator I had. Oh,
1: you name dropping on me with some Wisconsin, or what, or what is it, Western Digital?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i just remember like how i did it but i would just like draw in it using like it was, like something like super rudimentary like i don't remember what oh you had one called, of but... those
1: fancy kid uh graphing calculators
0: yeah oh and it wasn't it wasn't like super fancy because like what i was drawing in was like essentially like monochrome fancier than what thing. i could do
1: all i could do is write boobs
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or that but, I mean, and then
1: and then we figured out boobless and then that became a big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Handing that to everybody, like, hey man, what is that saying? Like boobless. Oh fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh we're I, I take it everybody else is dead tonight, probably. I guess, yeah. It's just Mm -hmm. you and me. Well, I mean, I didn't help by kind of saying that we weren't going to do it and then realizing that you and I could at least do it. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting in a hotel room up in Indianapolis, ready to go to this Indy 500. Honestly, don't know if it's going to happen or not. It may rain. It may not. Well, either way, I'm going to drink and have fun, buddy.
0: That's Awesome.
1: And then I'm going to go drool over cars and engines and brake calibers and tires and stuff.
0: Uh, I spent like, I don't know, maybe like an hour or so yesterday looking at pictures of different Evos and oh. missing the ones that I had. <laughs> like really bad. I even, I found the uh, the forum thread where where my car was for sale. You were trying to find it? You I did
1: find of, it. Were you trying to prop, pull a Papa John's? Do you, know pull ta- a Papa, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The, Wait, the, oh, he,
0: he bought back his old
1: Camaro, right? Correct. He He yeah. sold his car to start Papa John's, is my understanding. And when he finally got enough money, he searched out, found the VIN number, and actually bought the car back and restored it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty great. Sure. I uh, I sold this car to a kid from Dunlap, so I assumed that he trashed it. <laughs> destroyed
1: it. Well, yeah, probably. I mean,
0: God. Makes, makes it makes me really sad.
1: Everybody but... had that friend that should not have had a car that they had. And I had a friend that he warped two different heads on his motor. Oh, God. And it's just like, do you just not know how to shift? I don't get it. The first time you ruined your engine, you'd think you'd learn. But the second time you ruined your engine, if I were your parents, I would never give you a car again. Oh, yeah, you, you got to be a real big idiot to run your car that hard and warp a fucking head. Jesus. Oh, is Jessica dead? Have you seen her? Is she alive? Um, I think she's dead. I'm okay. Well, hopefully not dead dead. I'm like yawning over here trying to keep myself together. I got to be a big boy and stay up late tonight.
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> Yay. Oh, I went oh, I and saw... Uh, we were talking about Keanu Reeves. I went and saw the John Wick 3 movie. Man. Oh, yeah? How was it? I I liked it. I thought it was um, kind of... Like, they're kind of delving into more of a... I don't want to say comic book but they're they're it's definitely the first two to me felt like like real movies you know where it's a character developing this third one almost feels like yet another Marvel movie like they they've they've made their genre they know all their characters and they just need to keep making movies but it was still really good i thought all the characters that they used were really cool i thought the ones that they introduced were even cooler um, they kind of tease you with, with Lawrence Fishburne and then he doesn't have as big of a role oh. as you think he's going to. But they set it up well for a, a another movie to come out. So
0: that's cool, too. Yay. Plus, I
1: was watching all these crazy videos on, on Halle Berry training with uh, with our boy at the shooting range that he goes to. Because you know that he's like fully trained on all those weapons. And uh, I was watching some crazy details in the movie about how he used that in the movie. And it's just really amazing. Like, there's, there's scenes where he's using a shotgun. And you can't really see really closely. But you see him keep slipping shells in. And it looks kind of awkward the way he's doing it. It doesn't look right. And that's because he's doing it the way that professionals do. Where they, they hold, like, two or sometimes even three shells in their hand. Like, in the palm of their hand. And they slip them all in at once. So, like that. In the bottom of it. And I thought that was pretty impressive to see him doing stuff like that. Just like he was trained. Because he shoots competitively. Um, But I just thought that was really impressive to see the level of detail that him, his armorer on set, and then even Halle Berry in this movie went to. To really be sure that they were really good with the firearms that they use. Even though it's a fucking totally fake movie. It's crazy. I love that, like attention to detail and immersion. Oh hell yeah, man! Because I think he's one of those guys that would really drive him nuts if he saw something that didn't fit. You know, like I was even, yeah. I was trying to find instances where he outshot what would have been in that gun. So I'm like sitting there counting rounds, like one, two, three, four. Five. <laughs> it's like he does he does clip changes before every time. It's like it's it's amazing that the level of detail that even the editing put together where they're like, okay, we can't edit these two scenes together because it makes it sound like he shot 20 shots when there's only 12 in that gun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy the level of detail they go into to make that shit right. Yeah. But then there's scenes where you just are like, the the guy is a fucking expert with a gun. Why is he kung fu fighting everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just sitting there going, like, why wouldn't you just go in there and shoot everybody? <laughs> because he's motherfucking John Wick. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> you,
0: you seem really amped. Yeah, I feel like I... The end of my day at work, like, I, I feel like I didn't get anything accomplished, like, the last, like, hour or so. So I... I feel um, like I should be doing more work, but I'm like I don't even know what I should have. I don't know. Like, does that make sense? Like, no, it does.
1: Um, okay. Because right now, pretty much all I've been doing for like the last month and a half has been fixing other people's problems. Um, many of them problems that I've inherited because those people no longer work for us.
0: Um, oh, that's super sad and annoying. Yeah,
1: so all that I've been doing pretty much is fixing problems that I had nothing to do with. And one of my bosses and I said one of because I have many. Um, one of my bosses was basically like, you know, hey, how's this other stuff coming? It's like, uh, I haven't touched any of it because I all I've been doing is fixing everybody else's problems.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. I love that when it's, like, you get checked in on, like, whoa, what's the status of this? And it's, like, well, don't you you know what I'm working on? Like, what yes. do you think the status is? Magically, yeah. it happened? Did I just you... went to the bathroom and shit out a project for you? Like, no. <sighs>
1: it's, like, you've seen me over here sprinting in circles. Did you think that while I was doing that, I would just somehow shit out another project? <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: uh, people are the worst. Uh, now this person isn't the worst. It's just they're, I'm new to them. Like uh, this is their first time managing me, and so I think they have no concept of what my job really entails and all the what level of stuff they actually ask me to do and manage and take care of. And now she's realizing, and it's just kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I understand that you asked me to do that, but two bosses above you asked me to do this. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, It's not great. Not ideal, but we'll figure it out. This is the problem when you don't work for anybody, but you work for like a whole company. Does that make sense? Like, they basically tell me that yes, you like report to this person, but you basically work for everybody. And when they need something, you go do it. And that's what I do. So, most of the time that's product development, but recently it's been fixing issues and all kinds of shit. Like, they have me on fixing packaging problems right now. It's just like, oh my god. Let me tell you how really insanely fun that is. Sounds pretty exciting. And by exciting, you mean grudging and boring. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Correct. You are correct. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, I did do something uh, this week that I thought I, I had to mention to you. You are a huge Luc fan. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the movie Heavy Metal? It's the cartoon that was made in the 70s. Um, like, it's all set to, like, heavy metal music. It's done by this insane animator, and it's, like quote-unquote an adult cartoon because there's just a bunch of tits and weird stuff in it um john candy voices it uh ha- harold ramus is in it but it's basically this just insane bit of the 1970s where they just made this ridiculous movie where like people are traveling through space and shit um south park made a mock episode of it, kind of Making fun of it and then also like putting Kenny in the position of the main character. Yeah. But, anyways, I so I've thought seen of
0: some of this, but I, I don't remember it very well.
1: Okay. Well, I thought of you because like there's a scene where this guy is driving like a space cab and this girl just gets in the back seat and starts just telling him a bunch of stuff. And then he like tries to take her to a police station and basically they try to kill her. And it's just, everything about it screams Fifth Element. And I swear to God that they, that he like, Luke Bassan pulled from this movie. And went, I'll just take this little excerpt of a character and I'll make a whole movie off of it. <laughs> and if I had the clip, I would show you the clip and you'd be like, holy shit. Like, the girl that gets in the backseat is a red-haired girl. And she's someone that's really important and he, like, immediately just tries to get out of it. I mean, a lot of, even that scene is replicated in it. I mean, there, For God's sakes, there's even a part where a guy pulls a gun on him, and he kills the guy, and then takes the gun from him and puts it in a pile of guns, just like Corbin Dallas does in the movie. That's crazy. Um, So there's a lot of parts. But there's also a part that really cracked me up. There's this character, there's a different scene, totally different, where this, like, guy that's supposed to be like a captain of a Starfleet is on trial for being like a really terrible person and doing terrible things and putting people in danger and like being a womanizer. And I'm sitting there going, Holy shit, this is literally Zap Brannigan. <laughs> As in like Futurama, Zap Brannigan
0: Oh. Hi. And it's, I like, need to it's watch like Futurama again, I feel like it's I'm like really literally
1: good. they just took the character for Zap Brannigan from this scene from this movie. Where this guy's on trial for just being a total piece of shit and he does not care. <laughs> I this was like, crazy. oh my god. Like the more I watch this movie, the more I realize that this like started because of pop culture, all these other things. And like it's blowing my mind. Crazy. It's it's like it reminds me of like when you hear about like the first people to like learn how to scratch a record. And then, like now, what we get from that? <laughs> it's oh. like I got to see the kids scratch a record, and now I also get to see all the stuff that came from that.
0: <laughs> Pretty awesome. Funny. So I just looked up uh, heavy metal on Wikipedia. Uh huh. And it's a a nineteen eighty one Canadian. 81? Oh, 81. 81. Yeah. 81. Okay. And Canadian. <laughs> well, I adult knew- animated yeah. sci fi fantasy film. Yes. Um, there's yeah a lot of people in it, which is really interesting. Um, and the uh, Netflix series that came out recently, Love, Death, and Robots, uh-huh. is apparently like a reimagining of the heavy metal. Huh. But it it's done by uh fucking uh, David Fincher and Tim Miller. Oh, I might have to see that. And I would assume
1: it's probably not set to a bunch of ridiculous heavy metal music. <laughs> they just took that aspect out of
0: it. Uh, I don't know. I remember you know, watching the trailer for it, but I don't remember.
1: As I've been watching it, the metal music has really nothing to do with any of the plot line. It's just used as like filler between scenes. <laughs> 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 it's a, like I thought they were going to like tie the storylines of these songs into the the plot of the movie or something. Nope. It's just like, I don't know. Put a Black Sabbath song in there. It sounds cool. I don't know. Stevie Nicks. Let's put Stevie Nicks in there. Shit. (laughs) But Yeah, I gotta finish that up. It's just so insane. You know, you try and watch the whole thing in one sitting. It just sucks the life out of you.
0: Did you ever Uh, watch uh, Mandy? I did. You and I
1: talked about that right after I saw it. Okay, I couldn't remember. I'm pretty sure there's even a podcast of us talking about it. There
0: probably is.
1: Yeah, because I I remember telling you, like, I think I have to wait until, like, a bunch of people watch that movie and review it and, like, explain to me what I saw. (laughs) Because I feel like there's way more to that movie than what I'm seeing. And, like, I remember thinking that it – it reminded me a lot of the movie mother in the sense that like one it may be extremely uncomfortable and two it was like the entire time I'm watching this movie I'm like oh this isn't like what I'm really seeing it's like there's something else going on here it's like there's a subplot and subtext and that's the feeling I got through mandy like there's scenes that almost seem like biblical like the way that he the way that his Nicholas Cage's character is like "quote unquote" killed, and you think he's dead, and then they stab him in the side under the rib, right where Jesus Christ was stabbed, and shit like that. It, yeah, it's just, like there's a bunch of things that remind me of like biblical scenes, and I, so I don't know if anything is meant to be that way or if it's just meant to be a crazy movie. But I feel like
0: there's more to it than what I'm like what I think.
1: So yeah, I gotta like I feel- read
0: up more on it. <laughs> I feel like stuff like that always throws me off, especially because I don't really give a damn about the Bible. Right. So, like, people are like, oh, you didn't catch that uh, super obvious reference to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? No. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Jesus? I don't know. I don't know anything about Jesus. Y'all need some Jesus.
1: Uh, And I may be totally wrong, but I, I just, I was sitting there going, hmm, that's interesting. Uh. And he kind of, like, rises again, right? He comes back to life, and then he murders people. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's certain scenes in there that I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's one part where, like, he, like, after everything that happened to him, he doesn't, like, immediately go out and take revenge. He just goes and drinks a shitload of alcohol. (laughs) And then cries and breaks things. And I'm sitting there going, oh, you'd so be dead.
0: (laughs) yeah but at the same time like it's it's such a weird thing, but it's also kind of like a natural reaction like that's okay, like, well, well, how about this you know. one.
1: how about when like he murders all of those guys in the biker crew and then he just starts going through their fridge? <laughs> 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 I was like, what the fuck is going on yeah
0: well you know but
1: but I will say that uh the way that he Handles the last scene of that motherfucker that he want like that piece of shit that he wants to kill, the way he handles that is so badass. And also, I love the fact that he like breaks the guy mentally before he kills him. like he doesn't allow him to just go into the next world thinking that he's still a prophet. like he makes him snap and realize that he's not, and he starts begging for his life before that shit happens. I thought that was pretty badass. <laughs> that, yeah. and when the girlfriend laughs at his dick, that's pretty funny, too. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I like,
1: I, I I was not excited about that scene because I thought I was going to have to see a rape scene, so I was like, oh, here we fucking go. And the way that scene played out was not at all what I expected it was, and it was so much funnier and so much better the way she handled it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty glorious
1: yes no i love that movie i thought the the final scene in the movie where he's just staring at the camera is so crazy just the way that shot the way he's staring at you and he's breaking the fourth wall everything yeah. crazy uh... so yeah i hope he does more movies like that it's like dude you you had your coked out years where you had to pay off your taxes because you didn't pay them. You can stop making movies that are shit now. You can just make <laughs> movies that are awesome. Just do that for a while. I did see a, a vinyl cut sticker of Nicolas Cage on a church uh, covered. Like someone had put it on like a closed church. They would put it on the sign that's outside the front. I just thought that was pretty fucking funny. I would go to that, the church of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah. Can we get like nineteen like early nineteen nineties Nicolas Cage where I showed you that video where he's just super jacked up on cocaine and he like shows up to that interview and he's like sweating profusely and doing ninja kicks and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that. Jesus. God, oh. that is like peak Nicolas Cage, man. Uh uh-huh. I uh, what the hell am I thinking of? Um, oh, okay. So you you've seen my Nicholas Cage pillowcase, right? Of course. Fucking uh, Jess, um, was pet sitting for somebody, I think. Oh no. And they had the same pillowcase. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that
1: a dog murdered your pillow.
0: No, I would've been really sad. They, they have the cried. exact
1: same pillowcase. That's a little freaky, but also funny. Yeah, I was kind of like, what? And some people do it ironically, but you and I'm assuming this person actually <laughs> like sli- sleep on those pillows. <laughs> so, like, <Yeah. laughs> you like wake up staring at Nicolas Cage's weird ass face.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think the the best part about it are like the funny moments when uh, when like I don't uh, I don't remember it's there and then like <laughs> it just kind of like appears like I look out of the corner of my eye and Nicholas Page is <laughs> staring at me and I'm like huh oh! <laughs> I thought you were gonna
1: tell me like like scenarios where you don't explain it to anybody. And someone just comes in they just find a fucking Nicolas Cage uh, pillow and you just don't talk about it. Oh, man. I, feel, I feel like if that was in a room I would have to talk about
0: it. Yeah. I feel like anybody who's seen it recently it's like they, they know it well enough. I haven't had any new people around here in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a coincidence. I'm watching.
1: Uh, I'm watching some weird bug crawling around the corner of the uh, room here. I'm trying to decide if I should murder it or not. But then I'm also thinking about if I can see that bug. What other bugs can't I see? <laughs> mm. In my classy That's a terrible hotel. thought. Oh yeah, man. We used to stay in a lot of sketchy ass hotels back in the band days, but. Well, actually, this one isn't that bad. What are you? I feel like I should murder this thing because I don't know what it is. I'm just going to stare at it until it gets close enough.
0: It's... Uh, I missed that car so much. God damn it. Oh, you're still looking at cars. God damn it. Yeah, sorry. It <laughs> distracted me a little. Did you sell off
1: all of your cars? Is that what happened to all of them?
0: Uh, either sold or destroyed or lost. You know, like,
1: like wrecked them or like crashed them or just blew up the engines or what?
0: Uh, blew up the engine of the one Evo. Um, I let my buddy essentially have slash drive indefinitely on uh, one of my Timbrons, and I think he like flipped it like four times and. In forest or something. Oh,
1: not like four individual times, but like one time into a forest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me like like after the third time, all right, no more flipping it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, didn't have full coverage on it, so that one just sort of disappeared. Oh, yeah, that was the one where, uh, where Chase Bank, I still owed like a few grand on it, Uh but I didn't have any money anymore. (laughs) So, uh, I was basically, like, yeah, like you can have this car, like I had intended to give it to you, but the problem is that I didn't actually pay for it, so just you know don't like you know keep insurance on it and just hide from anyone that looks like they want to repo it, and that's cool, <laughs> and uh I think at one point I was at Papa John's, and one of the repo guys like showed up and oh he thought it might be at your workplace yeah and i was like sorry man like i don't can't help you and he's like oh
1: he came in and asked you for it and everything
0: yeah he was like he was waiting outside like i feel like he was like waiting for me to show back up or something yeah but because he, he like pulled up and like you know pulled his pickup truck or whatever the fuck he was driving like, next to my beater honda prelude and uh <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I know that you're just doing your job and whatnot, but like, I, I can't help you at all. Yeah, um, gave the car to a friend. I don't know where he lives. I intentionally don't want to know where he lives. I don't know where he keeps the car. I don't know what he does with it. Um, but that's, that's the situation I'm in and he's like, what? And like,
1: <laughs> what did he reason- say to
0: that? He was, was kind of like, skeptical, but like he could tell that I wasn't bullshitting him. I was just telling the yeah. truth. And I was like, so here's the deal. Like, I told my friend I would give him this car and then I didn't get it paid off. And then I got screwed over this whole business situation. So, now, here I am, delivering pizzas in this car that I bought for $400. Like, if i had the money to give you that'd be great if i had the car it'd be great but i don't and i'm intentionally keeping it that way so i don't have to lie to you in situations like this
1: i'm glad he didn't go well fuck you and grab your 400 hundred dollar
0: car yeah that would be <laughs> <pretty> outrageous <laughs> yes i don't think that's even legal i hope not i'd
1: be scared shitless to be a fucking repo guy oh my god yeah it seems like really awful yeah, I mean, think of nine times out of ten, people fucking find that shit. I mean, I've seen people, I've I've watched people in college, like they're getting just towed, and they'll like run out of the house, and jump in their car, and try and back it off a fucking tow truck. Yeah, it's that's like, so stupid. are you insane? First of all, it's four feet off the ground. How do you think <laughs> that's gonna end for your shit? And secondly, it's chained in place, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Yeah. God. The second, that thing is hooked up. You're fucked. Yeah. Unless I think, you can walk out there. And it's when it's hooked crash. up,
0: it becomes illegal for you to try to take it back.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But I, yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't stop me from laughing at any video of watching repos.
0: I love watching those. It
1: cracks me up every time.
0: There is a pretty good one in a while. a few years back in Chicago where uh, there was like a guy with a jeep that was like outside of the Walgreens near my old office and if I remember correctly I think he managed to like unhinge the jeep from the tow truck and just like tear out it. Yeah, like a huge, like, loud racket and, like, just drove off. And was like...
1: I vaguely remember seeing that. Like, he just walks up and gets into it, right? Yeah. And then just backs it off the truck and smacks and then, like, basically does enough damage to get the thing out of there, right? Yeah. I There's I no way that, that thing again. fucking did. I mean, I just saw a great video today of this guy, like, he's on his motorcycle with, like, a GoPro. And this car keeps coming up next to him and trying to race him. And they get to a stoplight and this BMW pulls up next to him and starts revving the engine and it just starts spitting fire out the fucking engine all over the place. And the guy just takes off and like the commenter in the top comment was perfect. It goes, I think that guy just got scared enough by the fire that he tried to drive away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally true. And he got like two blocks and then the whole thing went up in flames.
0: Idiots. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Oh, and that was the deal too, because there was his dog was in the fucking jeep. Oh, well, that's something different. Yeah, and the guy basically was like, he's like, said his jeep was still running when he left the Walgreens parking lot for about a minute to pick up some grub across the street. I saw the tow truck backing up to my jeep, so I walked up and let him know, "Hey, I'm moving it," and he decides to lift it up anyway and take off with it and my dog. Wow. So he told that he had enough. He rolled down the window to scream, "Hey, buddy, watch this!" And then he gunned it. That's D- funny.
1: David, is this Evo link that you sent me? Is this your old car?
0: Yeah, this is the post that you made. No, it's the post that the dude made that I uh, flew out to Maryland for after I saw it.
1: Oh, this was the guy that was. Wait, this is the you bought from this guy, or you... this is the guy that sold your car?
0: I bought it from that guy. You bought it from this guy. Nice.
1: This is the one that you and Brock just flew out and drove back? Yeah. God damn, dude. I don't know how you even did that.
0: It's a badass car, though. Outrageously impulsive. (laughs) I guess impulse control problems and a decent amount of money in my bank account. Yeah, I can see that. How we did that. It's funny, too, like, I set up the wire before I flew out there. And I was like, so, you know, everything's ready. I just have to, like, call and approve. And they're like, yes, like, definitely make sure that you get the car inspected and, like, blah, blah, blah. They're being very nice and polite and offering me, like, good, helpful advice. Um, We were at the airport, and he comes to pick us up. And as soon as he comes around the corner, I can just hear the car, like, fucking screaming exhaust through the like absurd acoustics of the airport like pickup route right and as as soon as i see it and hear it i just called my bank i'm like yeah yeah go ahead and just push that through definitely (laughs) purchase (laughs) like you were like dialing as
1: you could hear it coming down the street you're like oh speed dial (laughs) i
0: was like yeah yep this is definitely uh definitely made the right decision we're good here
1: sold that thing is
0: insane. Was that thing like, like, actually not? Was
1: the nitrous real? I I think um, I remember.
0: Yeah, but I I never used it. He hadn't either. I vaguely remember that that you were telling me
1: that it wasn't like actually plumbed or something at the moment. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, what was uh, interesting was the um, alcohol injection kit in the engine. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So I'd have to like poured distilled alcohol into like i feel like the container might have been in a, a trunk i don't remember where i poured it in and this is how people catch on fire <laughs> yeah i know like thinking about it it just sounds like a, a fucking terrible disaster if i got into any kind of accident
1: oh god yeah dude god those alcohol man you don't even see it burning too oh god
0: Yeah, it was super hilarious though because like, the alcohol only sprayed like once I got up to like a certain amount of boost. Yeah. So if I was just like, you know, driving politely and not like a douchebag, it wouldn't be an issue. But uh, if I got on it, it would just like instantly smell like fucking booze in the car.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, even scarier that it smelled like that in the car.
0: Well, like any time that like, I mean, I guess technically it smelled like. Burning alcohol, I don't know. Um, but anytime I drove it hungover, and I would be like trying to drive it really gingerly, and then inevitably I would get on it because I'm. That's how I drive, I guess. And then <laughs> immediately I would just be like, oh, oh, Jesus, oh, what have I done?
1: <laughs> so, could you <sighs> feel it kick in, like when you got? up to a certain rpm does it just give more like how i don't understand how that feels oh
0: so yeah it feels like getting punched in the chest from god pretty much (laughs) from god (laughs) like so normally like stock they have like a twin scroll turbocharger so it like provides like boost at low rpms and at high rpms correct more of like a a smoother kind of curve Mm -hmm. um But the turbo in this was swapped out and put in like a pretty sizable turbo. I don't remember the specs specifically. But basically instead of having that like gentle gradient curve to accommodate low RPMs and high RPMs, all the boost accumulates and kicks in at high RPMs and in a really intense kind of way. Uh And then on on top of that there was the alcohol injection kit. So like (laughs) Basically, like if I was driving, like I don't know, down like War Memorial doing like 45, and I was in fifth gear, if I floored it, I would barely accelerate faster than like the lowest model Kia or whatever. But if I was like in the right gear and the turtle spooled up, it would just be like so fucking fast. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I, I remember being in a car. With a guy one time, one of those guys you're like, I don't know if I should have even gotten in the car with the guy. But he was the guy that had completely stripped out everything in his car to cut out as much weight as he could. He actually knew what he was talking about when he was talking about like racing and shit. But I remember one time I got in that dude's car and I think it was either a Camaro or a Firebird and he had done tons of work on it. And he was using nitrous to work his way through the gears. So he would NOS up to the point where he was ready to shift. And that shit was insane. I, I don't know how it wasn't unlocking the wheels. I mean, I knew that he had put in a different, you know, a better diff that had better gear ratio. And I thought that he had, i do not he hadn't tubbed the back, but he had put on wider tires. But I just could not believe that he wasn't losing it, like spinning the tires out in like fourth gear. Because it's just, that was, it was so much power at once that it was just blew my mind that it was hooking and actually moving the car.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. So the reason I, I bought San Evo in the first place was, um, it's the first like nicer car I got. I had that Tiburon that I drove and delivered pizzas in. It was like mostly stock, I had like a few basic modifications. So I was like, alright, you know, like I'll I'll try not to just blow all this money at once. Like I'll get kind of the same car that I have, but with some work already done to it that's along the same lines of what I would do if I was gonna mod this myself. So it was like supercharged and you know had some suspension work done. Like nothing crazy. It's common good <laughs> Right. Um yeah. it was all also- like front wheel drive, and not really that quick. Um, right. And I was driving, I was up actually here in Chicago on like ninety ninety four, like one of the highways like coming into the city.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I pulled up next to this Corvette that seemed like it had some work done to it. I didn't know like anything about Corvettes at that time. Uh-huh. Um, so <clears throat> and, like, imagine me like in this little rice burning Korean car like pulling next to this Corvette and being like revving and then being like hey let's race yay wee wee fun!" Uh-huh. they just totally don't even pay attention to me for like five miles this is going on we're doing like 70 75 and I'm just like hello hello play with me and <laughs> finally like They don't even look over, but they just, like, drop a (laughs) gear. I think probably drop maybe two gears, a gear. I don't know what gear they were in. It was fucking insane. But they floor it. The engine is so loud, it hurts my ears, like, physically. I have my windows down. (laughs) (laughs) And they lose grip and just burn out. They're already doing fucking highway speed. Jesus And then as soon as that traction catches, they just move away from me so fast that I like couldn't even comprehend trying to like accelerate at that rate, let alone <laughs> like have any idea how to process what was happening. And I was just like, Holy shit. I need to buy a faster car <laughs> like, immediately. Like the decision was just made like right then. I'm like, all right, well, that's insane. What the fuck just happened?
1: Like. I think I told you about the most insane car I ever saw, but never like rode in. And it was at a car show and this guy like built cars and he built <laughs> engines in his spare time. Um, oh, nice. But he also like worked for a school and like helped people or helped like high school students build cars and like learn about cars and stuff. But he had built this car that he just had always wanted to do because it was ridiculous. And it <laughs> it was a chevette you remember chevettes yeah he put a fucking 502 in it what? can you even believe that he put a 502 cubic inch engine in it and then he tubbed the back he actually had to like cut out the wheel wells and put in new wheel wells and by the time that he had tubbed the tires There was, he had to build a like a specialized, uh, like custom differential to cut it down so much. But there was only like, I think he said like eight inches between the tires. That's how, because he fit it inside of the Chevette body. So if you looked in the car, it didn't look real at all. I mean, it had like (laughs) a roll cage and had tubs and all that stuff. But if you were just driving down the street looking at it from the side, it looked like a normal Chevette. And this thing, dude, he's like, I call it my death trap. He's like, honestly, it's not even drivable. He's like, if you even just give it a little bit of gas, it can't hook. It just fucking starts skidding sideways. He's like, every time I've ever tried to take it to a quarter mile, I can't even get close to its top range because it just can't hook. There's just not enough wheelbase. There's not enough weight on the car to get this amount of power to hook. He thought he thought that the tubbing it and giving these big-ass slicks would do it, and it just doesn't. He said it, it kind of doesn't go straight down a track. It kind of glides off to the side. You know what I'm talking about? Like kind of drifting.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> not,
1: not in a straight line. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, dude. That's fucking insane. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I I remember him telling me all the shit he had to do to the front end just to even get it to accept that engine. It's just like, oh my god, man, what the fuck! Uh, I always love the ideas of sleepers, though, man.
0: Yeah, like,
1: like there's a guy, there's a bunch of those guys that get on YouTube and they have TV shows about you know modding out cars and racing them. But there's one that this guy had a sleeper uh, Jeep Wrangler, or no Jeep uh, Cherokee. And the thing was just fucking insane. Like, it looks totally bone stock. It sounds bone stock. He pulls it up to a fucking quarter mile and just rips. I mean, it's just like, I can't even imagine if I was sitting there at a stoplight and I saw that thing take off like that, I would just shit my pants.
0: <laughs> yeah. Something about the uh, the element of surprise makes it just more fun, I think. as a So much more worth
1: it. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you can pull up next to, like, a Fucking, you know, some Maserati or, I mean, like, let's say Bugatti, right? (laughs) If I pull up up next to a Bugatti, I know that there's, like, 90% chance that anything on the road can't beat this thing. But, (laughs) man, it'd be so badass to see a fucking sleeper Jeep pull up next to that and just take off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like the... uh... The look on people's faces too when they like have a nice car they think is really fancy and then something like that happens and they're just like, wait,
1: what? Well, and the people that don't understand, that there can be like hundreds of thousands of dollars in a sleeper. You know? Yeah. What is it? I gotta try and find this thing. Supercharged Jeep sleeper. Stroker Kit, Pro Charger, Grand Cherokee SRT-8. Obliterates the quarter mile. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I I don't know why, but all of a sudden, all these people are doing Jeeps and stuff. Pretty badass, though. Oh, let me see if I can find this. I got to send you this link. Here we go. Um, okay, here it is. They stripped out a 6.1 liter Hemi <clears throat> of a 2008 Jeep ST8 or SRT8, swapped in a 6.4 liter crate, dropped in forage rods, piston, uh, piston handle boost, and 2.9 Whipple charger. Cam was swapped out for. Comp- uh, comp cams and... Oh, God, it's just a whole bunch of technical stuff in here that I don't know anything about. about. The combo makes 735 horsepower on gas, 785 on E85, and max is 1,100 with 26 pounds of boost. Weber uses big gas blocks with 6-bolt billet main caps that can hold his drink-making... Oh, he can actually get the thing up to seventeen
0: hundred horsepower. That's fucking insane. That's so much horsepower. Right,
1: and it just looks like a total normal fucking car.
0: It's nuts. I think my my Evo had maybe like around like five hundred at the wheels, which is pretty nice. significant. How much did my? I wonder. Oh, I, want to this up. I don't want to know. It's so funny that you say
1: Corvette on the highway because the last thing in this article says it's everything you need for sneaking up on that Ferrari or Corvette on the freeway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Send us so You can read up on it, but it's badass. Yeah. I
1: love the idea of sleepers.
0: Oh, I found out and realized after the fact that that was a, uh, a Lingenfelter tuned Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So, yeah, you were screwed from the get-go, buddy.
0: Yeah, like just in every possible way
1: (laughs) yeah i've always been pretty impressed by corvettes i mean i know that everybody gives them shit and actually the new have you seen the the uh the concept for the next corvette it's an abomination it's a mid-engine it looks looks nothing like a corvette i've seen a little bit of
0: it but i feel like i was like i don't know how i feel about this
1: I was talking to a guy that owns Corvettes at work and I was, I was saying, Hey, what do you think of that thing? He thinks it's disgusting. And I was joking with him. What if that's the uh, pace car for the car for the Indy 500 this year? And he goes, I don't think people will handle that well. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Actually it's like a whole, the entire, all the gas heads, all the petrol heads are going to be in this fucking stadium and all of them at one time would dry heave if they saw that thing. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, hey, you gotta see this ugly piece of shit. 2020 mid engine Corvette. It looks absolutely nothing like a Corvette. It doesn't take any body cues at all from one. Let me know when you get this so you can laugh at it. Weird.
0: So I looked up the stock stats on the old Tiburon that I used to have.
1: Uh huh.
0: And apparently, stock, it had about 172 horsepower and that's uh, at the crank not at the wheel so give or take whatever that percentage is and it says that it's top speed was 137 miles per hour and I know that I definitely hit like over 145 in the the modified one (laughs) classy and I right. I think I was doing maybe like one twenty one thirty when I got arrested for speeding in the old stock one. It, it's so hard to tell look at how it looks with that that camouflage What's paint that? on it.
1: I know, I know, and that's I know that that's totally their intent and everything, but yeah. I mean you can't look at that and say it's pretty though. It is definitely ugly as shit. I also don't understand why they have plastic over the taillights. It's like you, they don't even want you to see the taillights. I mean, basically yeah. everything about it has been covered up with like masking tape. <laughs> the back window is covering the entire engine, so you can't see the engine. That's so weird. Why? Uh... Well, they're they're obviously going to release it on seven, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that thing looks there's not one thing about that that tells me that that's a Corvette.
0: Yeah, that's I think my biggest problem. I cuz like I actually don't mind how it looks, I think it's really hard to tell with that fucking paint. I'm impressed by how effectively that paint camouflages like right. curves and corners like super confused by that.
1: I don't even think it's but. paint, I think it's a I think it's totally just a vinyl cover that they yeah, cuz in in other pictures you can see where it's not wrapped all the way. Oh, interesting.
0: See, they're just gonna that peel sense. that all off, yeah. But like, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't look like a Corvette. It doesn't remind me of a Corvette.
1: Well, there's just nothing about it that tells you it's a Corvette. It's a fucking mid-engine. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: mean, I don't I like. I don't,
1: I don't. I don't take total anger against the mid-engine idea, but I mean, at least give me some style lines that
0: remind me of the Corvette in some way. Yeah, like I feel like that tiny little back wing that it has, like, and just that the lack of aggressive fenders in the front.
1: It reminds me of somebody that, like, it was the sketch that didn't quite make it on Lamborghini's drawing board. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, this guy that, like, couldn't quite draw but tried really hard for Lamborghini. And then, like, Corvette's like, oh, we'll hire him. And they like he just keeps spitting out Lamborghinis that aren't quite there, and they're like, "Okay, whatever, we'll try it."
0: What it reminds me of is when you're like a kid and you have like this thing that you really want, and you know all about it. It's like your favorite thing ever, and you're really happy and excited, and maybe you're going to get it for Christmas or your birthday or whatever. And then you end up getting like the generic knockoff of something Mm. that's like a similar product and not even quite the same thing.
1: And they and the person that got it for you
0: doesn't know why
1: it's not the same.
0: Yeah, so you have to like pretend to be really happy about it, but ultimately, you've just received something that you're going to throw away. Instead of like the
1: newest Nike sneakers you want, they got you Airwalks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're still sneakers, hun. Like, I know, grandma. Thank you. Trying to think of other versions. What are other
0: generic, terrible versions? I don't know. Um,. I remember I had this pair of shoes that I got at, like, Walmart when I was a kid. And they had, like, the only, like, logo on them was, like, a set of, like, Olympic rings. Like, (laughs) I had no idea what they were. But it was really weird because, like, I remember when I got them, I was like, oh, these generic whatevers. But then, like, everybody liked them. And, like, kids were like, oh, those are cool shoes. And I was like, what did you just say to me? I don't understand this phrasing. (laughs) Not familiar with it. I saw a
1: store at a mall one time that it's out of business now for obvious reasons. But they like obviously didn't have any concept of how to run a business and just opened up a Chinese magazine and ordered a bunch of stuff on a container. And they had a rule. They had all these shoes for sale. But you weren't allowed to try on the shoes. But if that wasn't bad enough, the shoes didn't have sizes on them. <laughs> So they're all these cheap, shitty Chinese knockoff shoes. They won't let you try them on, and they don't have sizes printed on them. And it's like, okay, well, you are going to have no business. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) What idiots? Yeah, that's pretty
1: crazy. (sighs) That's pretty stupid. What that is? (sighs) Oh man! (sighs) All right, it's already almost ten. Well, buddy, we got a solid hour in. I think I'm going to try and nap a little bit before the crew gets here.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. I love naps.
1: Naps are the best. Well, thanks for hopping on and giving it a good old college try.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Keanu video. Uh Um, I wanted to at least mention it. Because I thought... Because I know that sometimes, like, when you're having, like, your existential crisis moments, thinking about, like, how shit's gonna be and like leaving a legacy and all that jazz Uh i thought keanu's perspective and just sort of like that moment was sort of like a a nice like calm antithesis to those types of worries and anxieties and it made me feel comfortable when i watched it so that was why i wanted to share it with you
1: well i hope that that might come across I also, even though I love Keanu, I also don't think Keanu has had to deal with real difficulties since he was like in his 20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be really easy for me to be constantly zen and always with, real, <laughs> with really nice things if all I had to do was make millions every day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, I get it. Oh. All right, buddy. Well, on that note, I'm going to go off and experience existential dread the rest of the oh,
1: sounds wonderful let me know how that goes A bye